Hey, hi, hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode. This is number 10 of Breaking Bell, the podcast where I share crazy personal stories and cover TMI lifestyle topics. It's Breaking Bell. Leave a message. Okay, hello, friends. So, In today's episode, I will be answering a couple of questions that some of you have sent to me, whether it be through Instagram, text messages, DMs, on, I guess, pretty much what I've been doing over on social media. So Instagram, YouTube, I know most people just like to throw us all into a bucket and say that we're quote unquote influencers, but if anything, I don't consider myself an influencer, like micro influencer at most. But if people were to ask me what I would label myself, I would probably say freelance digital creator or a freelance creator. So these questions are pretty interesting and I feel like a lot of people, you know, whether they're in my community or just friends or coworkers or, you know, anyone that I've come across who is not so familiar with this, uh, I guess, space or industry or whatever, I have some answers for some of the questions that y'all have asked me. So the first one is, how did I get started? Why did I want to be this, you know, creator online? And what's interesting is that I never really started social media with that purpose. I have been on various platforms ever since I was little. So pretty sure I had a MySpace. I had a YouTube Snapchat, like Instagram, like I was on all these platforms pretty much when they started. I think my earliest exposure to any type of popular platform that still exists today is probably Twitter. And honestly, I think that's one of like the OG apps, uh, social media platforms, because I don't know, I feel like people on Twitter are just like a different breed of human and I just align with them very well. Um, There's a lot of like funny analogies about the types of people on Twitter. It's like the mental institution for like of social media. I don't know, it's it's bad, but like it's funny. And if you're um, a frequent Twitter user, then like you won't take offense to that. Like you'll understand and know what I mean. But anyways, getting off topic. So I never started social media with the intent of becoming an influencer or a creator. But I remember when I was like 15 or 16, I would be on YouTube all the time watching these beauty influencers like Juicy Star 07, Mac Barbie, um, you know, Michelle Fawn, all those people. And I would look up to them and be like, oh my god, like I want to be them one day. Like I want to show off like all my makeup and like do all these haul videos and stuff. And all those creators popped off. Like granted, they're not really like I think they just peaked and they're not really doing much now, but I'm still on YouTube and I'm watching all these creators and they have such an interesting life. And to be honest, like it would be cool to live that kind of lifestyle. But I know like for me, like that's just not my path right now. Creating is more so something that I do on the side because it's fun. And when I actually realized that like transition in my life where I went from posting for fun to actually like doing it for quote-unquote work I think like that really like came to fruition in the summer or mm, I would actually say at the beginning of quarantine so this would be like March 2020 so 
like in the past like I always posted my outfits um like all these like fashion posts just to like show off you know my style to my followers and again like that was just because I loved doing it. I loved going on photo shoots I loved capturing you know different um outfits that I was wearing in like the different places that I was going to and again like that was all just for fun and I would just started tagging companies and I didn't really grow a lot of traction or engagement at the time it was mostly just my friends commenting on my post liking it and like I didn't really you know see that going anywhere but once quarantine hit i had all this time to revamp my social media and actually move into the direction of i guess turning it into kind of like a small business and i feel like a lot of creators can agree with me that you know being a digital creator freelance creator like it is a small business in and of itself because i honestly didn't realize like this is actually a job too because there's so many emails and like phone calls and connecting with brands pitching to brands brands pitching to you and working out like numbers and contracts and everything so there's actually a lot that goes into it that people who aren't in this space don't know so i'm here to shed some light on that but i again long story short <laughs> I pretty much just got into this because I saw an opportunity to turn my passions into a business or um, to really get my name and my personal brand out there. And during quarantine, I wasn't working. So I was able to focus 100% of my time and my efforts straight up like into creating content for Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, etc. So that's how I ended up getting into it. And so that leads us to the question of, you know, how did I land my first collaboration? So this is interesting. I would actually backtrack two years. So in 2018, I did my first collaboration and I believe it was with a restaurant. And I got that because I was part of a newly launched influencer platform, it's called Node, and it's actually created by a Ryerson graduate or a Ryerson student at the time, and I was invited to, I guess, try out like their beta version of the app, and so I was among like one of like the first couple of people to test out this app, and they had basically connected a bunch of creators with brands to work with, and it was like experience and posts or posts in exchange for like an experience or a product or trying out whatever they had to offer so in this case it was going to a thai restaurant trying out a couple of their menu items and then in exchange i would post pictures and write a little bit about uh, my experience and a review of the place so I remember 2018 that was my first time doing one and then I did like maybe a couple more in 2018 and then like a little bit in 2019 and then 2020 is literally when I popped off. <laughs> I think the first brand that reached out to me that wasn't from this app was Live Fit. So they're like a meal meal plan um, company and they actually sponsored a giveaway and that was also my first giveaway. So it was pretty big because for me, that meant that my social media pages were actually getting somewhere that I was, you know, being put at the forefront of these brands and they were noticing me. 
so I don't know I thought that was pretty cool and yeah (laughs) so I guess just to add on that I think where the growth and the engagement came from was and I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast while I was re- vamping my page in quarantine and you know getting more exposure to different brands and they were reaching out and whatnot I somehow fell into this I guess community of other female creators mostly female creators there's only a couple of male creators and there's this thing called like engagement groups or something like I didn't even know this was a thing but I'm like a hundred percent certain that I like accidentally fell into one of these like loops because once like one girl started like liking all my pictures following me and like you know posting all these comments on my pictures I was like this is so strange like I've never experienced this before but like after that one person did it like 30 something more people followed me like in the next couple of hours and like did the same thing and I was like oh like this is so strange and then I would click on their profiles and like we all have like these mutual followers now and I'm like oh so I I guess I fell into some like community like engagement loop and then I would start getting dms of like girls who are like oh like do you want to join my like community and I'm like uh they're like you have to follow like all these like 15 20 people and I'm like that seems like a lot and like I only want to follow people if I actually like their content so for the most part I did not participate in those types of groups but I'm like pretty sure I fell into some of them on accident and people think that I was part of it so like they started following me and whatever and I just followed back because I was like okay like I'll just support other people who you know is content is like pretty dope and I guess that just kind of like snowballed and then I started noticing that all these girls who were following me like they had been very successful in getting collaborations with brands that I've always wanted to work with so that kind of leads into the next question that I got which is how do you pitch to brands so prior to doing this I did a lot of research on YouTube and figured out kind of like the steps and like the tools that I would need before approaching a brand. So I believe one of the brands that I reached out to was like a big Australian brand and they're like huge. They have like millions of followers and I saw like a lot of my friends worked with this company and I know that like since they're such a big big brand like there's probably not a chance that they're going to notice me like right off the bat and come to me and reach out. So I decided to test out this um, like pitch idea and so I first created a media kit. So if you don't know what a media kit is, it's basically a digital resume for creators where you can compile like pictures, um, like examples of like your work, for ex- um, for example, and you can put like some statistics or other brands that you've worked with, um, what your skills are. So it could be photography, videography. You can put in like what your niche or what your target market is. So like for mine, like I put like fashion, lifestyle, beauty. My target market is usually females uh, and then I would give a range, give a little summary of who I am, where I'm from and add a little bit of personality in there and I usually keep it to one page and then put my contact information on there so I made it like super pretty pdf file on canva (laughs) and I attached that to a email template and so in this email template I would introduce myself um, I would link my social media platform so I would mention that I have x amount of followers on this channel on this channel and I produce this type of content I would love to collaborate with your brand and just kind of explain how your 
lifestyle, your social media, and your brand is aligned with theirs. And usually if they feel that there is a fit, then they will respond back to you with a yes or no, with a contract, with terms. And for the most part, when you're starting out as a creator, most of your collaborations will be product in exchange for a post. You could negotiate pay per post with the product as well, but I feel like most people have to start with the product in exchange for a post until you get a little bit more experience and then you can go out and negotiate prices with these brands. So another tip or I guess like another like piece of advice is that or I guess just something to keep note of is if you reach out to 10 different brands, they're not all going to respond to you. So if you're going to pitch, make sure that you reach out to a good number of brands, you know, every day or every other day or whatever, and hopefully you'll get some back. Because I know when I first started, I would make a list of the brands that I wanted to work with, did my research, see if I was aligned with their brand, and um, if there would be any kind of connection with us two and any possibility that we'd be working together and I would reach out to all of those brands and I would, okay, if I emailed 50 companies, I would probably only get back like 10, 15 emails. So I think it's really important that you do the research and make sure to keep trying. This is very similar to applying for a job. You know, you got to tailor your resume to the job. You got to have like different cover letters and really personalize your pitch to the specific brand that you want to work for. Because if you're just kind of spamming a bunch of emails without even caring to input, you know, the company's name or how your brand is going to align with their specific vision then like they're going to know that you're just free spamming all these companies just to get some type of promotion or collaboration so that is definitely a big business tip (laughs) that i have for you if you're trying to pitch to a new brand um but yeah so i'd say that was my journey with that so far and I'm trying to see like what other questions that I have here. Uh, How did you go about rejecting a brand? So of course there were brands that reached out to me that I didn't necessarily want to work with. Um, A lot of the messages or the pitches that I get are from Instagram DMs or by email because I put my email in my profile. So for I guess like the brands that are kind of sketchy, you already know right away, like to not um, collaborate with brands that make you pay for something first. Don't ever do those. Those are scams. And affiliate programs where you have to sell on behalf of the company and you get like a certain amount of commission, all those mostly are scams as well. And don't get me started on those bots that like message you on your like comments and they're like please dm like xyz company they want to collab with you like no those are scams (laughs) and they're honestly so annoying too because like as soon as i post like i get those comments and i have to literally go in manually delete all of them and block them because they're just so annoying and i don't want them to comment on like the rest of my other posts in the future but like they have so many spam accounts and then they hit my dms it's (sighs) it's so annoying but anyway so rejecting a brand those honestly like i just 
ignore those ones but if it's a brand that like has like a bigger reputation and I feel like you know my personal brand doesn't really align with them or I don't really have any interest in promoting their product or trying their products out then I would just send them an email explaining just that like hi like thank you so much for reaching out to me um, although I feel like you know having a collaboration would be great your brand and my brand are currently not aligned and then you know whatever move on and I think it's really important when you're first starting out to not um, sell yourself short and to also not be a sellout. And I know like I have a lot of friends on social media who have known me from like high school or whatever, like some of them who are also just well versed in social media. I know one of my friends, I'm not going to say who he is, but I know he thinks that like I'm being a sellout or like whatever. It's very subtle, but I know he doesn't even like, he probably has me on mute and doesn't interact with any of my posts anymore, which kind of sucks but um what i'm trying to get at is that you know you know yourself better than anyone else for me like i did do a lot of collaborations especially in 2020 because i truly wanted to a grow my pages b pretty much just share like products that i'm truly excited about and wanted to try and see have um more opportunities present themselves because i would have developed more experience in collaborating with brands and now because i just feel like i've already had quite a lot of that experience and quite a lot of collaborations checked off in 2020 i feel like i'm in a place where i don't need to be pitching myself to brands anymore to um have so many things going on at one time like if there is a brand that is reaching out to me and i've really wanted to work out work out (laughs) work with them then i will do that but honestly like i've cut down my collaborations so much and i've been turning down quite a lot of opportunities just because like when you think about it it's kind of like i'm trying to figure out a good analogy I guess if you're, let's say, a candidate and you're open to hire on LinkedIn, for example, you're going to get a lot, especially like if you're like a good candidate with a lot of like meat in your profile and um, like it's, it definitely shows that you have like a lot of experience for, let's say, I don't know, um, you're a... You're a social media marketer, let's say. Agencies, recruiters, whatever, like they will all be scanning through profiles. And if you meet a lot of the requirements and you have a lot of the experience that XYZ company is looking for, recruiters are going to be hitting up your inbox, you know, giving their pitch to you. And so similarly to creators, like you're getting a lot of messages from different companies and in both ways, you have to do an assessment or analysis on that company to see if your brand, if your background, if your lifestyle, your personality, whatever matches with that company. Do you really want to represent that company? Do you want to work for that company, etc.? And so for me, now it's like I get companies that are like, oh, like we're a sunglasses company and we want to reach out to you. And like I think about it for a second. And I'm like, to be honest, like I'm already a partner with a pretty big 
eyeglasses brand out there there's no reason for me to be connecting with a smaller brand that is kind of sketchy and you know that they're sourcing all of their glasses just from like a warehouse or wholesale manufacturer in china and the quality is not that great so for me like the standards in terms of the companies that I want to work with are a lot higher now. I told myself that in 2021, I would only focus on working with bigger brands that I actually feel in alignment to. And early on in 2021, I actually got reached out by two very big brands that I have wanted to work with for a while now. And so those are pending and in motion and I'm very excited and, and grateful for those opportunities. But know your worth and know what brands are going to help your personal brand grow, expand, and you know, stay true to yourself. That's like my biggest piece of advice. Like, don't go and sell some skinny mint fit teas, like, if you're not actually, um, <laughs> like in support of that stuff. And, like, on all honesty, I think those like tea collaborations are kind of scammy, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> Um, all right, so next question. Let me just go through this list here. What's it like being an influencer? Okay, again, don't like to call myself an influencer, more so creator. It's, I guess I haven't really been able to quote unquote experience what it's been like because, you know, being at home versus like being out, you know, when people are asking you like, oh, what do you do for a living? It, like during COVID, people I guess like they did recognize that I was working with a lot of like brands and doing like the paid partnerships and like whatever and I would get messages from like my friends in high school or people who I used to work with and they're like oh my gosh like that's so cool that you're like an influencer now blah 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 and like I guess people kind of idolize that for some reason like they think it's like um like I don't know like I guess like Instagram is kind of used for people to share like their personal content, but a large part of it is for um, influencers to promote products, to promote their brand, their art, their fashion, their lifestyle, their whatever. And so I guess like a lot of people see that as something that's like cool or different. It's honestly like not like <laughs> anything like crazy but that's also because like I haven't really popped off like I just see myself as just being like mediocre like I'm just doing this for fun still and at times like it does get like stressful and people don't understand why it gets stressful because they're like oh like you're just getting products and you're just taking pictures like trust me there's a lot of stuff that goes in on the back end but um, it's been cool. I mean, I've really liked getting to know other people in the community and we've been able to talk and share kind of our experiences, good, bad, ugly, whatever. And it's been a great time and I can't wait to grow my socials even more. And then once I get to go out and network with people again, it'll be something nice to kind of add to my like conversational starters and whatnot. So the next question is, have you worked with any bad brands or have you had any bad experiences with brands? And to be honest, like nothing really sticks out to me too much. I would just say that like some bumps that I would run into with brands is when we're doing like a product in exchange for a post and the brand 
is just asking for way too much for what they're offering. So for example, if a brand is just sending me, let's say, a face mask to try, they aren't offering any kind of payment it's just okay here's a product typically brands will just ask for an instagram post and a story and like that's it and it's like cool i'm okay with that but like there have been companies that would ask me for like two to three like static instagram posts like four to five like highlight story frames as well as a one minute testimonial video and like five to six product shots And I'm like, um, okay. I've actually like given and like done this because I figured it was more so, you know, the experience that I was going to get out of it and it would be, you know, building a good foundation to work with this brand and continue to work with them in the future. But for some smaller brands, I feel like that's just them taking advantage of you and your platform and this is where I've come to realize that you need to draw the line and not sell yourself short. If a company is going to ask you to create so much content for you, for, sorry, for them and it makes you uncomfortable or you feel like you should be given something else um, in exchange for doing all that work, then like say that and mention it because I've had to turn down paid collaborations because they're asking for too much or I don't feel comfortable doing that or I'm too busy and it's true like creating content actually takes a lot of time especially if they're asking for like more than just like a static post and a story like if they're asking for a testimonial it's like okay like I need to really learn about the product I need to be able to um like develop like a script on my own and then I have to film it and then edit it and then send it and if they don't like it I have to make edits so in those situations like really just know your worth and evaluate to see if it is even worth doing all that work for just like a product you know so um that's definitely something that I have you know considered when collaborating with brands is just seeing how much and like what they're asking for and what like the um like exchanges or and also like if you're signing any contracts like make sure you read those terms because you never know if they're gonna bamboozle you into like some type of like six month long contract where you're not allowed to collaborate with any other brands or you are only like allowed to post like specific types of con- like yeah just read the fine print ladies and gentlemen <laughs> um But yeah, so I'm going to cap it off and answer one more, I just said answer so weird, answer one more question. I'm going to keep this episode a little bit shorter today because I know that there are quite a lot more other questions and I don't want to make this too, too long. So I'll do another continuation. But what's the future for me in terms of next steps in um, being a creator? So for those of you who are in my closer circle, you know that things in my life at this point are currently changing. I have started a new job, which is going to take up essentially like 90% of my time now. And there's also this podcast that I'm running. I am also working on a couple of YouTube videos that I have to get out there. And there are still some pending collaborations. And my small business, which 
I have added some non-handmade products in there, but if I was still focusing on creating more handmade products, again, that would take up a lot of my time. So right now, as it stands, there's a lot of things that I am juggling, and my number one thing that I have been like wanting to do is putting my career first and really getting that established and figuring out what I want to do next with my career. And so that is really my priority right now. Everything else is going to come second. So like I mentioned earlier with collaborations, I have pretty much cut that down by a lot and I'm being very, very um, strict with myself in terms of what collaborations I take on and do. And so I have a lot of continued collaborations with brands. So those ones, like I already know that there's about like five or six continued partnerships that I have. So brands that I work with every single month to get content out for them. So those stay static and I already know that those will always be kind of like there. And so I have to be very picky about how many more I want to take on because shooting content for five or six different brands every month plus a podcast plus you know working my nine to five job like I know I can make time for it but there's still just so many other things at bay that you kind of have to you know structure and re-juggle reprioritize and all that jazz so I actually even considered like not doing podcast episodes every week so you know depending on how things play out once I really get into this new role that I have I may do episodes every other Wednesday but I will keep y'all posted uh YouTube videos some of you who are subscribed already know that I have cut back and haven't been doing a lot I actually just finished uh re-editing a old vlog so this would be vlog 11 and I have a bunch of clips from like the summer of 2020 but it's a good one so I want to get that out there and I have a collaboration video I'm waiting for some stuff to ship out so I can't finish that video yet but that's also coming soon and this episode will be out this Wednesday um and yeah so <laughs> I don't even know if I fully answered that question well but I guess like where I see myself in the future is hopefully being able to connect with bigger brands that actually create an impact so I think it's not so much me supporting like a brand for their products but more so supporting a brand for the type of I guess like social message that they send out in the world so if there are any companies that would like to work with me that really focus on I guess um, promoting mental health awareness or you know any like health and lifestyle type companies please reach out or any brands like fashion brands that are focused on donating back to um you know the organizations that i care about then you know i guess those are the ones that i really want to focus on as well as any brands that have been a dream or on my dream list of brands to work with but i'm just going to take it easy my number one goal is to be able to one day do this full time and be able to travel out of it but that's like reaching for the stars so i am very content with my situation right now of being able to do this on the side for fun and just taking things one at a time and not overwhelming myself with connecting and working with so many brands at once because I did have a breakdown 
towards the end of 2020 where I had way too many brand collaborations going on and I just felt so just like not authentic with my audience that I didn't even want to post on Instagram anymore. I literally wanted to have a social media break but then as soon as I kind of just like went on offline for like two days brands were like emailing me or dming me like oh like this is just a reminder that like you need to post like xyz content i'm just like i don't even want to be on social media anymore so if you guys have noticed that i haven't really been interacting with people's content or i haven't been posting too too much then that's probably the reason why again i started this because i just wanted to share my outfits with my friends and you know whoever else was on instagram that like you know shared the similar um like passions and stuff for like the stuff that i liked but now it's actually becoming like a side job a side business side hustle whatever and there can be some stressors there but um yeah to answer that question the future is going to be you know, just being strict with who I want to work with and then putting my career at um, number one. So yeah, I mean, I feel like I've pretty much rambled this entire episode. I mean, I tried to answer these questions as best as I could. There are a couple more, but I think I might save those for another episode when I can just kind of like condense it all into like uh, more like broader based questions and um yeah i don't know if you guys would prefer like me answering these questions in a youtube video or in a podcast i think like in a podcast is much easier but yeah thank you so much for tuning into this episode of breaking bell i post new episodes currently still every wednesday so be sure to follow along the podcast on whatever streaming platform that you are on as well as over on instagram at bell not bella for new updates on what what <laughs> Oh my gosh, I can't English. When episodes come out, thank you so much. And I will catch y'all at the next audio party. Bye-bye. <laughs> that was so weird. <laughs>